Says the Gemara on your bees and bees. Omar Abhanano, Omar Abhanano says in the name of Rab, a person can cut down a tree on Khalamaid, a palm tree. Yeah. Even though one only has a need for the sawdust, which is almost like a byproduct of cutting down the tree. So it seems like uh, an excessive amount of exertion for no purpose. But still, since the end of the day, there is a need for the Naseris. So therefore, Khananul says in the name of Rav that this is permitted nonetheless. So let's look at Rashi. Rashi says the Naseris. Rashi's skinny lines, two-thirds of the way down. First word in the line is Da'achim Kfila Arama, further down. Even a little further, somewhere there. Is that Linus Cyrus? Looks like it. Linus Cyrus. Oh, so higher up. Five or ten Small pieces of wood that fall from the cutting. Yes, yeah, so, so the question is, what's the Yamta purpose in, uh, what do you do with the Sarnas? So it's 34. So if you look at front row 34 in Rabbi Scroll, so it says, the quote from the Ritva, provided of course that the requisite measure of sawdust cannot be obtained except by cutting down the tree. So that's one thing. The only way you can get the sawdust is by cutting down the tree. If you have other random wood in your shop that you can cut, then of course you can cut down the tree. Although he's exerting himself excessively in Cholomayin, for only a small benefit he may do so, Tezrush points out that although this individual has benefit from the fact which is what is now available to him. He's not considered to be employing a subterfuge in cutting it down, since he's truly doing it so for the sawdust. Okay, I was hoping it would explain... Um, I was hoping it would explain... Yeah, the real, what's the purpose in using the sawdust? I don't see that over here. So... Somehow, it's, it's like my, I don't know, because it's, if it's for fuel or anything like that, then... Um, then the, the, you, the wood itself would be is sufficient. Uh, what do you ever do with sawdust? Is even nowadays is, is there any benefit that people get out of sawdust? Yeah. They do? But to make it like easier to manage, so it's like a, to dry up such a thing. I'm not going to ask you how you know that. Um, okay. So let us see. Fine. So so that's the bottom line. So apparently there was, there was a need for it. I now have access to all the art scrolls farm on the app. I, I bit the bullet. Their marketing worked. I pay my ten dollars a month and I get all the art scrolls farm here. So I could actually look at the Hebrew might cut and but we'll, we'll do that another time. Probably spelled it wrong. I don't know if you, Oh, I don't know if you can print it out. I mean I guess you can screenshot and print it out. I don't know. I um, I don't know how it works with printing it out, but for sure with this, it, this is very helpful for me.
So if I, really what I wanted to see was the Hebrew version. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do that right now. Let us... Let's move on. So so this is what Hanano permitted. Light Allah Abaya. So Abaya cursed. And we said that's a term that Abaya uses when he expresses a strong disapproval of a halakhic statement. He said, no way, you cannot do that. And the reason for that is because it's excessive exertion for a small benefit. So Abaya disagrees. Now, story time. Ravashi Ravashi had a trees or a forest in the city called Mayado. He went to cut it down on. Abba, Rashi says, Abba is a yar, a forest, so he had trees. Bishonaya says, Rashi, Pirush, Shemeir, it's the name of the city. Kalimar, Hoylo Yar, Bo'isim, So he had trees, he had a mini forest in that city. So now, back to the story. Ozal, he went, the Mixiye to cut them down. He wanted to cut them down. So Amrli Rav Shilo Mishalnaya Rav Shilo, who was the rabbi in Shalnaya, told the Ravashim, the one of the forest, my daita, what are you, what's your thought process here? What are you doing? Are you coming based off of the statement that Rav Chananel said in the name of Rav, which was Adam a person can cut down a tree on a palm tree even though that he has no need only for the sawdust so you're going to tell me that that's what you're doing you have a need now for sawdust so cutting down your trees I cursed out that statement and said that it's not the halach therefore you cannot be doing what you're doing go back home so Amr later Vashem responded to Rav Shila from Shonaya and he said Lishmi I did not hear that statement. I did not hear that statement. And Rashi and the Gemara says, Kalimar, this is to say, I do not agree with that statement. So Abaya says that it's excessive exertion, and therefore it's prohibited to be done in I disagree. I say that it's permitted, even though there's a lot of exertion. What happened? Ishtamit Nargo. So the axe that he was using slipped from his hand. It wanted to sever the shake, his thighs. So in other words, he, he had a very close call. His own thighs. So Shafke, so he, so he left it, and either means he went on his way. The Mifsuke is the Hafsik, right? It's to separate. So he wanted to sever the Shaykh his thighs. The Shaykh is the thigh. Shafke, he left, he left it. The Hadar Asa, then he went back and came. Which couldn't, let's see if there's Rashi. Vadar Asa, I think either can uh, you know, let's see Rashi. Rashi says, Ishtamit Nargo, first word on the line, Ishtamit Nargo. By the Mitzvah Kedah Shoykeh, the Ravashi. It's Ravashi's own thighs, Mishnah Da'avar Adabai. He violated the ruling of Avaya. Apparently, Avaya's ruling should have been binding for Ravashi. Shavke La'abam, so he left the forest. The Lekhat says he didn't cut it down Bamayid on Chalmayid. Shehirgish, because he felt Mishnah Da'avar Adabai, because he violated Avaya's statement, nothing lay Narga. That's why the Narga fell. And, and therefore he therefore he left now I'm just pointing out that we have a co- uh, um, who was it just said um, oh yeah Chaim Schwartz's father was spoke by Shalashonis instead of the whole story of Tanr Shalachnoi 
where the machlekes was if this um, foldable tanner has a din of a kli or not, and the machlekes was who's right. And well, who, who was the tanner? Was there, I forgot who it was. But he said, if I'm right, this should I'm right, this And the final thing he said, Lava Shemayim. Over here, he seems to be saying to some extent, yeah, Lava Shemayim. I think that this is enough. It's, 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 generally, we, we say it doesn't matter what happened. This is what this is what Allah is. This is what Allah is in the story. This is a personal message, as opposed to. Uh, well, how is this more personal? Same thing. The question is: Is it, is one permitted to cut down trees in Chalamid if you need? For everybody. It's like you're going for personal. Say here he was doing it. He was he was actually doing the psak. Over there was it was theoretical. But here, so he's saying maybe that could be a chalak. Okay, maybe I hear. That is a distinction. I'm not sure if it differentiates, but maybe it does. Okay, says the next gemara. Abuda shar the meaker, abuda. Shara, he permitted. So Shavke, he left it. Yeah. Oh, maybe Vahadar Asra of Yehuda. That's probably what it means. So, no, actually not. Rabbi Scroll says, Shavke Vahadar Asra. I actually said this was for a fulfillment of the curse, therefore he left the forest. Turned on his way and came home. Another thing is also that here there's a curse. Over there there was no curse. So so it could be he's saying that's a personal message. He's saying that Abaye cursed someone who violates the psak. Could be even could be even if Abaye is wrong. No Abaye yeah Abaye cursed. Uh, light the law by it, right? So by cursed anyone who violates the psaac. So he said it could be the, the curse is working. You know, kills chacham. Let's go. I feel all tonight that it works. Um, fine. And then it says left the forest. He returned on his way and came home. Father means he returned. Also means he came. So Shafi left the forest. Father he returned to home. Also he came home. Okay. Uh, and really, it could have just said Shavke, and that's it. Really? Remember the show with Hadar Asa? Right. Hadar Asa, he came home, I'm not sure exactly why it's worded that way. Well, let's move on. Rabhuda Sharim, Rabhuda permitted, the Miyakar Kisna, to harvest or to uproot flax, Lamikdal Kishusa, and to kill, which means to separate from the ground, to harvest hops. And to also to harvest sesame seeds or the sesame plant on Cholamay. There are only things we want to be done on Cholamay. Just look at Rashi for a moment. Um, Rashi says, The Me'akar Kisno, the Me'adam. The Mikdal, which literally means kill, Rashi explains that means lakta, to cut. Kishusa, Rashi says, means humlun. No Latin Rashi here, but we know that Kishusa means hops. So again, so where are we here at Behuda? Regarding the statement of Rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to flax, I understand that there can be a purpose, and there can be a chalam b'adin chazi lechafifa. 
can be used for chafifam to cover up food. Rashi says lachafifam lachasis by Michael to cover food. Kigain to inim like figs with marm and dates. Let's try chambayit. So flax is like a protective material. I think we mentioned last time that it used to be when we buy a stregim, they'll cover them over in flax. Right? So it, it's... like aluminum foil. Yeah, exactly. It's used like that. So therefore, we understand that kisna could have a cholomoid use. Kishusa, where it says, hops, you can use it to make beer. Where it says what well, what Abai was struggling with is that we understand that you use flax to cover things. We understand that you use hops to make beer. But sesame, what do you do with sesame? What could you be what could what what chazi it is fit. So kisna chazukhviva kisna is fit or can be used for covering things. Kishusa chazi shikra. Hops can be used for beer. What could you use with sesame? What type of use, use could there be? And my response, so it's fit for the oil that is inside of it. So perhaps people maybe won't eat it plain, but because of the oil um, is something that's beneficial, and that you can either cook with it or or put it into your food, something like that, or maybe even uh, smearing it on the body. That's your ashi. Lenazi Garinen, so those are like the, the seeds. Garinen the isbahu b'shumshmen, the chazal meavid b'hu mishka. They can make from it oil. I don't know what the half amino was in the maskana. Um, apparently, the, the main use. Um, oh. So the rubber school actually helps out. It says since the seeds cannot be eaten on the top, since their seeds cannot be eaten until they have dried, they have no use until some time after they are harvested. Since they have no fossil use, huh? so now this is the normal way to use it. Uh, it's from Rashi Savya. Okay. Let's get used to looking at Rashi Savya. I was reading on top actually, no numbers on the on the top right column. Oh, so that's interesting. The withered seeds. Means without delay, so it's not right. Actually, it's a mishnah. Yes, yeah, it's not Rashi. It's Rashi Savyad. Rashi Savyad. Let's look at Rashi Savyad. Rashi Savyad. It's like three lines from the bottom, the left side. When Zaisa, the Iskumusi at the end of the line. So Kamushin Shabahen Ruin Lachila. I should go back one Rashi. Shumshman Shumshman in Ruin Lachila. They're not fit for you. Sajikh Mishulach is not. Until they, I guess they wither up after time. So they're not ready to be eaten yet. So it's just the size of this book. Kamushin Shabahen Ruin Lachila. So those which are already withered, so those can be eaten now. But Rashi by us says no. 
you can make oil with it. Rashi and Rashi said, yeah, two different shots. Either the regular sheets, the reason why it was a question is because the normal way to use it is that you let it dry, and then I don't know if you eat it or you do something with it. And so what, what can be done now? So either Rashi says you make oil, and Rashi Ksavyad says that there are some that are, that are pre-withered and they can be eaten or dealt with and be used now. Okay, back to the Gemara. <coughs> So three lines again before the Mishra. Rabbiane Havalaya who produced Rabbiane had an uh, orchard. At the time to harvest it came in Khalamaid, and had he waited until after Khalamaid, he would suffer a loss of so Davra Avad. The Mata that it came or it reached. So the Mata Zimne, uh, the the time came, it reached the time uh, to harvest Bukhad Mayadam. Katve so he cut it down on on Cholamay, which was permitted. Lashana the next year, Shahiyua Kuleyamo, they waited the whole world, the Pardesayu, for their orchards, the Chalamayadam, for Cholamay to cut it down. They said, well, we're going to be off from work, we're self-quarantined, what are we supposed to do? We might as well uh, cut down our, our orchards. And they they misinterpreted Rabbiani. Rabbiani did it because he had no choice. That's what it worked out. Um, but they did it because they thought, okay, Cholamay you know, is the time when you do it. Because Rabbiani wanted the sesame seeds for the Torah of the Cholamay. No, no, this is not talking about ses- this is not talking about sesame seeds. New story. He had an orchard. He had apples and oranges and I don't know, grapes and all different types of fruits. He had fruit trees. And the time came. And, and uh, there's a certain limited time frame when it's time to to harvest the fruits from the orchard, and it happens to me that that time came because on the Cholamid, and had he waited until after Cholamid, he would have suffered a significant financial loss to which we permit doing malacha on Cholamid. So he did what he was allowed to do, but everyone else misinterpreted it. They just said the rabbis working on Cholamid. I'm going to work in Cholamayim. So the next year, everyone, even if even if the Zman, let's say, came before or after, they used the Cholamayim time, even when it was not a Davra Ovid, to go and to harvest their fields. Or or they scheduled their orchards, if that's possible, in a way that that to make it convenient for them. And that's a problem. According to that, there's a machlokas between whether or not you do. So the next year, she knew her, they always put the line on the note. That must line up with the Yeah, so the Rashi Ksav, yeah, so the Rashi Ksav, yeah, so the Rashi Ksav, yeah, so it could be once it was done, maybe it was permitted, but you're not allowed to set it up purposely that way. So, you, so Rav Yani was, was not happy with that. Right? Uh, so again, so Lishana, the next year, Shahayua, they waited for Yama, the whole world, and had to set for their orchards, and they, and they harvested the Cholamayim. So Rav Yani was upset. After Rav Yani, the Pradesh Rav Yani, uh, made his orchard Hefker, Hahushata, that year, and he, would, he kind of penalized himself and would not uh, gain or profit from the fruits of that year. Says Rashi, after because through him Hayatakala there was there was a mikshul, there was a stumbling block, a mistake. to the world, they waited till and then they harvested. 
So in order to punish himself, um, this is what he did, and probably wasn't just to punish himself, but he was probably sending a message, um, you know, to everybody else as well, that um, that this is something that's inappropriate to the point where he's going to... He's setting up a paradox. If they're going to follow him for the year when he cuts, they should have to follow him the next year. Okay. So he's not gaining very much. No, oh, they're not gaining very much. Oh, you're saying... Yeah, but the problem is people... You say, you do what I do, so okay, you cut on year one, you have to give it away in year two, so they're not going to... I can't then take his example yeah. as a yearly example. Yeah, the problem is that people sometimes have selective memory. <laughs> so they'll do one and not the other. So, the, no, so, and I think Rubiani probably got that also. So, uh, if you look at Rashi Ksavyad again, two lines from the bottom towards the end. After Rabbiani the Pradisim, we read Tsar, she had a chur from him, and out of the great pain that this mixel, this, this destruction, literally, came from him, that of that great Tsar, he said, no, he said, I'm not going to have any benefit from this. Okay, let's read this last Gemara one more time, and then let's start the mission. Want to do it? Uh, where do we start from? Amar Rav Hanan al-Marav. Do I have like 10 lines? Yeah. Now I go up uh, like three more lines. Amar Rav Hanan al this is the Mishnah. Machnis Adam Pirosov Ganovim. A person is allowed to bring his fruits in from the field if he is concerned that thieves may come and steal the fruits if he leaves them out on Cholamayid. Veshele Pishtanoi. And he can remove his flax Minamishra from where they were soaking. Also on Cholamayid. Veshvil Shaloi Toivad in order that they should not be ruined. If they're left there too long, then they can, yeah, then they can be ruined. How are they going to be ruined? He put them in before Cholomite, but now, uh, now they could be ruined. If you look at footnote 49 on the next page, so it explains, let's see what they're quoting, I don't know. In order to separate the fibers of the flax from its woody tissue, one soaks or rets it. If it is not removed from the uh, from the redding in time, it becomes spoiled. So basically, the purpose of soaking it is to separate the the fibers of flax from the psyllus, from the part that you don't want. But once you leave it there too long, then it gets, I guess, uh, waterlogged and it's no longer fit for use. So you have to pull it out in the right time. So again, v'shelah b'shtanim in a mishram, and a person is allowed to remove the flax from where it's soaking in order that it should not uh, it should not become lost. Ovavad so the Mishnah says that we just saw in the previous Gemara that you cannot um, purposely schedule the work that it should come out that it has to be removed on Cholmoid because otherwise it'll get, it'll get removed. Look at this. If you went, a person went and scheduled the work so that it would come out on Cholmoid, Allah is Yevdu. It has to be, you have to get rid of it. You cannot, the Chazal were very machmer. That if we know that someone is scheduled work to be done on on purpose, yes, you, you can't. It's also which is a very strong 
uh, halachic um, status. But yeah, let's see Rashi. Shaila. Rashi says Maila. So Shaila, what does it mean? What's the word Shaila? Shaila means to bring up or to take out. Just in general, if if you violate a, 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 a din the rabbanon is also bahana, usually not. No. no, no, even sometimes even the rice it's not also bahana. There's, there's there are rules and regulations for when it's also, when it's also bahana, when it's not also bahana. But this bahana is usually pretty chomer. Chometz is also bahana. Other things it could be yain nesach, related things could be also bahana. But to say that someone who's doing malach on cholamayid beheter really, because right now it's mutter, it's just that he's been mavaze the, the yamtif, right? So mm-hmm. they they took a very strong stance. It says Rashi shleich chavin malach to bemayid. Why would somebody mechavin his malach on bemayid? She actually pnei because he has time because no one can go to work anyway. B'shayim esershana. She actually pnei b'shayim esershana. B'humashalamayid. She says she inly pnei. Because the rest here he doesn't have time. And now he does. That's what I should say. Oh, no, like this. The reason why you should not be Makav the Malach is because you have time during the rest of the year and you waited purposely for Cholamud, you have to do Shasalan's That's why they should be lost because you cannot derive any benefit from it again. Because if you didn't have time during the rest of the year, it might be Mutter. Maybe. Right. Maybe that's where all this with Ravashi started. He didn't have time to do it and then Cholamud came. So by him it wasn't a time issue. By him it was a schedule issue. Right. So this is one. Yeah, I mean, that's why they didn't have time. But he was saying, let's say some of these things. Um, bringing your fruits before because of the gun of them. That, that's not a new concern. Um, so you, should, you could have done that out of So if you purposely schedule that for Cholomite, then that's a problem. Again, let's read the mission one more time. We'll start the Gemara. It says the mission A person can be machnus, a person can bring in his fruits from the field because he's in, in, out of concern lest they be stolen from thieves. Even a person can take out, bring up the flax from where it's soaking. In order that it should not be permanently ruined and damaged. Now, I'm just thinking out loud, but probably this is not limited to these two cases. I'm talking about any time when work is permitted to be done on Cholamayid. You cannot purposely schedule your work that should be done on Cholamayid. And if somebody did purposely scheduled the work to be done on Cholamayid, then it should, then B'diavit, it's Asr. So this is a special consideration for work that is not needed for the benefit of the Cholamayid. Well, more than that. That, that is Asr to be, that's Asr to be done at all. Over here we're saying that you cannot schedule work to be done on Cholamayid, even if it is necessary for Cholamayid, because you could have done it before Cholamayid. Or it's a Davara of it, right? We Which, talked about Harama, so... You, you know, you can do more than you need. We talked about if you can do harama or if you can't do harama. But here we're saying that the only reason why doing a cholmite, that over there, that's a question of, of tzarechma and not tzarechma. Over here, we, we permit davara avid, even if it's not tzarechma. You don't need the flax for yantif. There's a separate head of davara avid. So you cannot schedule work and to make yourself a decision of davara avid on cholmite. Um Okay, says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Tana. Even when we do permit you to bring the fruits in from the field, yet when you bring it in, 
you have to do, you have to bring it to your house with tzinam, so in a quiet way, where people don't see. What so, is it? So is this saying there, is this contradicting the Mishnah? No, it's, uh, it's giving a condition, that even though it's permitted, but we don't want you to do it in a very bold, open way, we want you, yeah, we want you to do it in a quiet way. Okay. And tomorrow I think we'll give examples. Rabbi Yusuf Havalei Rabbi Yusuf had these beams, um, it says they were heavy, heavy and large beams, and he brought it into his house during the day. So the Gemara says, Didn't the brides say, How could you go during the day and bring it into your house? When you bring it to your house in the middle of the day, that's a, that's a very public display of work being done. So he, so, um, who was this? Rabbi Yusuf responded to Abai. It seems like Abai was the one who was ensuring halacha was kept properly, at least on this stuff. The way to do this in a quiet way for these large beams is during the day. Why? Given the Belelia, since at night, you need more people. You need lamps. You need to have these big lights. You need torches. So then that, that the thing it makes a lot of noise. That would be a very, that would be even a more public display. So the, the best sinner way of doing it Sometimes in broad daylight could be the best way of tzina. So in the middle of the day, when everyone's going on their cholamay trips, you have a little procession for four to five minutes, and you're schlepping the beams from outside into storage. That's the best way to do it, as opposed to at night when everyone's maybe at home and you have you have a hundred people pulling up and their horse and buggies and their torches, and it's a much bigger deal. Let's hear Rashi. Tzina did hu yimamahum afilu belaylam even at night ki yimamadami. So it's like the day. And it's not sufficient for him not to bring them in. Not to bring them in. So it's not that the night is better. It's that the night is equivalent to day. It doesn't matter. Oh, in other words, the, the extra noise and the extra people involved make it as, as, uh, as noisy, as public. As during the day. Oh, so it's not that it's better, right. and, and I guess once it's equal, the day is more convenient. You might as well do it during the day. Medukhri Dinura, what's Dinura is fire. What's Medukhri? Rashi says Avuka is torches. Fine. So again, so we're saying that when you do Malach and Chomad, it's be done in a quiet way, but you see, sometimes quiet is not what we, Bitsina doesn't necessarily always mean what we would think Bitsina means. Let's right, so just do a little more. Bishele Pishtanim and Amisha, unless you have to go already. We'll do just a couple more lines, I think. So, Avsha Milsa. Avsha, the thing creates a commotion. So, do we know what Avsha means? Avsha is a commotion, noise. Oh. And Milsa is the thing. Okay. 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 He can remove his flax from from the reading that. Right. So, the Skumar is actually going on the safe of the Mishnah. That the Mishnah said that B'dayavid, if somebody scheduled work to be done on Cholamayin, that it's Asr B'hanah, you cannot do anything with it. So to that, the says, Ba'amini Rabbi Yumi Rabbi asked the following question from Rabbi Zeirim. Kivan Malach if someone purposely scheduled his work to be done on Cholamayin, and he did the work on Cholamayin, Umeis, and then that person died, Mahu Shiyiknesu Banov Akharab. So do his children now have to suffer the penalty of having it Asr B'hanah. 
Let's just look at the bottom Rashi before we turn the page. Mashi Yikinasu Ban of Akrov, the Ban of Nami Yehe Asr Uysamalach. Do we say to, to his children also they are forbidden from deriving any benefit from that work? The Kivan the Kivan Balach, they've been made since he scheduled this work to be done in Cholamayid. Dinhu, so it, it is appropriate. Shehu Asum Lehanitri Menom. Just like when the father was alive, no one could derive benefit from it. So even though the perpetrator of the crime is dead, still do we say that the children retain the same Isser or not? So Mar says, If you will find to say that what? That Sirim Uzim Bachar, somebody made a mum in a Bachar. So we know the luck is that by a Bachar to go to the Kain. And if, but if he gets a mum, then you could be paid it, you can redeem it, and you and uh, and then you could use the bachar. But now it is an issue the rice to go. Wait, so we're talking about a, a, an animal. Yes, yes, not not a child. Okay, and so you you. Let's look at Rashi. Rashi explains. Tzarim oizim bachar, chotach me oiznoi maat. A person cut a little piece of the ear off, Mike Tyson style. Kedei sheyehi balmum in order that it should be a balmum, vehimuterloi, and it should be permitted for him. Now to derive benefit from this bachar, which otherwise would have had to go to the kain, vasalasas kain one is forbidden from doing so. Why? There's to do that. It says that there shall not be a mum in the bachar. That means to say, do not put a mum on the bachar. So if you violated the isadaraisa of putting a mum on a firstborn animal, kansuhu rabana. So the rabbis put a penalty. The Lehanimana that he cannot derive any benefit from it. Vimace, uh, but however if he uh, no, and if he dies, in Banamanimana as well. So the, the over there we know the penalty applies to his children as well. Is the is the Bukhur a Korban? What's the coin gonna do with it? The coin is supposed to bring it as a carbon. Let's look at one. It goes through the whole thing. Uh for no the term mandates the one give the first male the male firstborn. See one? Yes. Of one's kosher domesticated animals, the kain, who must offer them as sacrifices in the temple, to throw in the blood and burn in the sacrificial portions of the animal upon the altar, the corn may consume its meat. If a bachar develops a disqualifying blemish, cannot be brought to sacrifice, but becomes the full property of the kain, who may consume it as he pleases. Mm-hmm. However, it is forbidden for a kain to deliberately cause a blemish in the animal. The prohibition is derived from the verse, Komom the Yeboy, should not be any blemish in it, seen with years, malbim to the verse, for how it is derived, which I know the question really is, it says... Well, I thought this was the farmer, the who, but this is the coin. It's the coin. Yeah, the coin does intentionally blemish a bachar in order to gain full use of that, and he's penalized by being forbidden to use it. So, so over there the question was, if a coin, yeah, so the soul gives it the animal to the coin. Now the coin, what he's supposed to do is bring it as a carbon. If he brings it as a carbon, then uh, he has limited use, of it. Only he only gets parts of it. And he can only, there's kachim rules and, uh, and things like that. However, if he um, that that's if he if he makes it, I'm sorry, that's it. But if he makes a mum, then then it becomes cool, and then he uses it like however he wants to use it. So now it's us for him to put in a mum. If he does put it in a mum, then he's not allowed to use it. And then we know that his children cannot use it either. So you want to say just like when a kain puts a mum in a bachar, uh, even his children are not allowed to derive benefit. We should say the same thing here also. That if a person schedules malacha to be done a not only is he forbidden from using it, but his children are forbidden from using it as well. So again, Samar so says, "Im tim if you will find and say that what 
Let's go back to the top. Yud Gimel Amar Alf again, where it says here, that if someone makes a mum, someone cuts off a piece of the ear, the earlobe of a bachar comes to ban of over there. We know that the children after him also have this penalty. I can tell you that's not a comparison to doing malach on chalmay. Over there, we we the knas the penalty extends to the children. Mishum the isur there I saw, because over there the isur of putting a mum is a biblical isur. Um, but over here, it's not. Now, that, that this is a statement that needs to be understood, because we've seen multiple times that the source to doing to the Isra of Dum Malach and Cholomite is biblical indeed, right? We said that in the Rabbanu, they give the Gedda, they say, what's us, what's mother? But the specification <coughs> is rabbinic. Okay, but the, the actual <coughs> Dum Malach might be the Raisa. Let's see Rashi. Which from the Surah, the Raisa, the fourth line in Rashi. Aval uh, Hai. You keep a malach to a mind. The lavi sword that I saw him, the ha beloy miskaven muter legamri. Oh, there are conditions under which the work is permissible. No, and therefore, even when he's in other words, malach and cholmaid maybe is also the reason. If someone purposely schedules his work for cholmaid. That is only also the rabban because we know that if he did not schedule and it fell and fell out that way, then it's muter. Completely, even with the Rabbana. So that's a clear indication. Um, that's a clear indication that what? That's a clear indication that um, that's a clear indication that that being mechavin and scheduling work in Cholamite is only usher with the Rabbana. So you tell me that over there we give a knas to the children after it's Asad Raisa. Over here it's Asad Rabbana. Maybe we, maybe we don't do that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Let's, let's do a little more. Uh, second line of the Gemara. Vimtim Suleim. Yeah, let's just do a little more, if you don't mind. Vimtim Suleimar, if you will find and say and think to compare. Another case, Machar Avdoi. Someone has a slave, and he sells his slave to a guy, which is forbidden. You're not allowed to sell a slave to a guy. So we're talking about over here, Evet Knani. So you take a guy, purchase him as a slave, immediately upon purchase, the guy becomes a quasi yid. There's a gerus that happens, and he has mitzvahs like a woman. And then when you free him, he becomes a full fledged Jew. So the Allah is you're not allowed to sell him to a guy because sell him to a guy, he won't be able to do all the mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. He's going to force him to be over averus. So now, if you sell him to a guy, let's hear Rashi. So the third skinny line in Rashi and two rabbanon. So the Chazal give him a penalty. That's the case. He goes free. What does that mean? When he goes free, you sold him. Let's say he escapes from, from the buyer. And in Yisrael, now the Jew, the original owner, cannot force him to work. And if the owner dies, now there's a regular slave that runs away from a Jew, you get him back, then he's to work for the owner. There is a din of an Evet. And so in Yisrael means the owner. It doesn't mean any Jew who catches him. No, it means the that Yisrael because we we can we, we penalize him for doing the avera of of uh, selling him to a guy. And over there we know that what um, of there also the sons also have the same penalty. So again, second line of the Gemara. Vim if you will find the same thing to compare that what someone sells his slave to a guy who makes and he dies. We give a knas to his sons after him that they cannot force this Evet to work for them as well. 
So one might think to compare and say that the knas will apply to his children as well, and they also cannot derive benefit from the work that was that was performed the chalamayid. No, that's also different. Why? The kol yim over there when he, when he sells him as a guy, every single day that he stays um, by the guy sells him to a guy. So every day that he stays there, he's mafkelemimitzus. He pulls him out from doing mitzvahs. In other words, he removes the ability for him to be mekayim mitzvahs because he's working by a guy. And therefore, the knas is very stringent. Hacha mai. But over here, the question is, what do you say? Gavra kanas rabbanon So the knas goes on the gavra, goes on the person, the one who violated the halacha, and he's not here. So therefore, the children will be permitted to benefit from the work that was performed the kolamayid adilm, or maybe that the knas goes on the actual money, meaning the actual... And he is not here. He's dead. Oh. Right? The, the guy who did the work is no longer alive. So therefore the children would be permitted to benefit from the work that was done. Or maybe the money, the, the financial gain is what, the, what Chazal put a penalty on and that is still here. Yeah. So in both cases, the case of the the Bukhar um, in the case of, of the Evid, there's, a, there's some um, Geneva going on because you're stealing this cow. It, it, it really doesn't belong to you anymore. It's, it's a Bukhar. In the other case, you're stealing mitzvot from the, the Evid. Um, it's not it, technically defined as the Israel. You're not really signifying. I, it, the Isser by Bechar the is because there's a lava of putting a mum. That's the reason why we get yeah, a knas. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, in, in doing that, you're stealing from the Mizbeach what belongs on the Mizbeach. Yeah, the, fruit, the fruit that doesn't go anywhere. But that's not why you're getting the knas. You're getting the knas because you have violated this. And that's technically, let's say uh, Aaron Hakain owns uh, Bechar. And then his brother, Elazar Akain, or his son, Elazar Akain, goes and puts a mum in this, but which he does not own. Uh-huh. Okay. Technically, he would deserve it anyways, because he violated this. It's not because of the financial aspect. We just can't give him a... You can't, you can't have one person doing a variant, someone else getting punished. So because we have a way to punish him, we punish him. But I don't think it's the monetary aspect. Yeah, no, I'm not suggesting... Okay, go ahead. I'm just pointing out there's a difference. There's a difference between... Picking fruit, scheduling your harvest on right. Moed, in these two cases. In these two cases, you're you're causing someone else a loss. Whereas in the case of picking the fruit, you're not causing a loss to anyone else. You're just violating the. Uh, uh, you're causing a loss to the everyday can't do mitzvahs. Right. Causing a loss to the mizbeach. Causing a loss to the mizbeach. So you want to make a, a, com- a commonality between the two reasons. The Gemara mm-hmm. doesn't do that yeah. yet. Uh, maybe the Gemara will. I don't think the Gemara will, actually. You want to say that there's, there's an element where it affects other people, where over here it does not affect other people. Right. I hear that. Um, okay, let's hold, let's hold the page. Just getting late. Thank you. I think we made it.